This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Hey there. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. And uh, this is Podcast 14. For a little while, we were just the source for America's antisocial commentary, but now we're number one. I, I was thinking about it because I don't know of any other podcasts that um, engage in just complete antisocial commentary. So I think we're the number one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's self-declared, but I'd say we're number one. True nonetheless. So I just want to apologize in advance, Lance. I have awful gas tonight. I'm uh, going to befoul this studio. And this is different from the, times. this is different from the other podcast. Why? Because I ate chili yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I kind of just it's sort of the environment. Uh, I have like a Pavlovian In- response to doing the podcast where I just smell your ass even if you're not farting. Well, in fact, I, I shit my pants about an hour ago, Ooh. and I'm just sitting in the choggle pants right now. Okay. Well, at least it's not psychosomatic for me. It's actually real. Definitely. So uh, I came I came across something kind of interesting today uh, while I was looking for an article. And I was kind of surprised that, once again, I had never heard of this before. I would never but, heard of it either. So. Which is kind of weird. And I, I feel like I was kind of taken by it. That's the funniest part of this that, to That's me. the funny part. So anyways, let me, let me read the newsworthy aspect of this topic here. So I came across an article that said, Publisher refused to print Bibles with porn reference on the cover. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Doesn't that sound kind of cool? I guess uh, there's two Corona, California pastors who minister to the adult film industry, have hit a roadblock in their crusade. Um, they're called the XXXChurch.com, XXXChurch.com. Uh-huh, that's their website. Uh, yeah, and what they wanted to do is they wanted to, have, um, they wanted to have Bibles printed with the brand Jesus Loves Porn Stars emblazoned on the cover. And I guess the, uh, the American Bible Society balked and refused to print the 10,000 copies of the scriptures. What they wanted to do is they wanted to go to different porno conventions and pass out these Bibles. There are real Bibles on the inside? Real Bibles on the inside, but on the outside, there's like a picture of like kind of look, look like to me like stars and like a porno Jesus that said Jesus loves porn stars. So it sounds like the perfect marketing ploy to like hipsters, right? You go, oh, check out this Bible I got, dude. Well, what I thought is I saw it and I'm like, well, this is kind of funny. So then I went and checked out the website, which I invite um, all the sick and wrong listeners to do. It's xxxchurch.com, even though I kind of now don't want to like provide them with any more traffic. But they're established. They've definitely oh, been yeah. around they have a for lot a long of time. And so I'm looking at this website, and I'm like, this has got to be a joke. I mean, who? Yes. how can you be an anti-porn crusader? I think you also were uh, mentioned that you were taken in because they, they look just too hip. Well, exactly. I'm looking at this website, and they have... Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's a, it's a, it's the worst like unnavigable website I think I've ever been to. Yeah. It's it's just it's a little ridiculous. difficult to get around. Like, yeah, like but at the same frames. time, yeah, at the same time, it's obvious they put a lot of money into it. It's not like you know just a crappy site. It's designed. just it's professionally fucked up. Exactly. And so I'm looking at this website, and they have like you know various topics. There's a store. There's you know, a topic explaining their mission. There's a, something called Porno Sunday that they do, another event that they do. Right. And, and then there's like a whole like section of videos and interviews that they've had on ABC News and CNN and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know, 
what, what what's up with this fanfare? This couldn't be real. Well, and, the, and apparently their most popular DVD is called Missionary Position, Mission, which should just be just such a great joke, you know, like like the anti-porn crusaders, their video is called Missionary Position, you know, but really it's just satire. Except in this case, it's not satire. It's, not, no, it's real. It's it's on it's ironic irony. Yeah, in a it's way. a real mind fuck. Well, exactly. And so I'm looking at and I was looking at that DVD for sale. And I mean, they also sell shirts and stuff too. But that DVD, Missionary Positions, has a you know has a picture of the two guys. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Craig Gross, Gross and, and uh, Mike Foster. Or something, or, yeah. And like they're young guys. They're like 29, 31. One guy looks like he could be like the lead singer of Interpol or something. Yeah, you would he do look- him. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, hot number that guy. But he, you know, he looks like some alternative hipster dude. Right. And I'm like, these guys have to be making a joke. It just it seems like a bit that would be from like Mr. Show or something. We're anti-porn crusaders. No, they really are. No, they really are. In this documentary, this missionary position. This is a documentary, documentary that they did where they went to like the they went to Amsterdam's red light district and were passing out Bibles. They went to the, the um, AVN Awards in Las Vegas. And they're passing out Bibles, and then I look. They have a podcast, yeah, called Dirty Secrets or something. And it's really boring. It, it's pretty boring. They have one, they had one where they're interviewing Ron Jeremy. Right? If we could get a Ron Jeremy on our podcast, it would be so cool. But. They Ron interviewed Ron Jeremy, Jeremy and it was the bore, most boring thing ever. I, I couldn't believe it. It was like they interviewed, they, they set it up as if they were going to have this debate about, you know, the virtues of porn and like the evils of porn. But no. What they're sitting there was asking him, like, they're asking about the surreal life and they're asking him about, like, so what do you think Christians should do these days? Like, well, what, what's, what's going on in the Christian community? And Ron Jeremy's like, oh, I don't know. No, their major accomplishment, and they, they reiterate the point twice, is that, uh, they get Ron Jeremy to say, uh, no, I don't hate Christians. They're fine. I'm not Christian, but I guess Christians are all right. <laughs> that was their major accomplishment with Ron Jeremy, to get him to admit that, that he doesn't hate all Christians. <laughs> I mean, but why, do they, why would they even think that? I mean, just because he's a porn star? I guess. I, I don't know. But anyways, you can check out the podcast if you want. And, you know, they have like 20 glowing reviews. Oh, yeah. Those I mean, are all, all Christian yeah, kids. All the Bible thumpers, for some odd reason, are into this. But so on the DVD, they actually go to all these different areas and they crusade against porn. I guarantee those two guys jack off more than anyone that that I know. Yeah. They probably jack they, off they probably in some really more weird... than me. They which... probably use some really strange method that nobody's ever thought of either. Like, you know... I bet Between you they, the Bible pages, you know, dipping their balls in the holy water, that sort of thing. Or I bet like you that. they jack off to Jesus porn. Yeah. Jesus you know, David, fuck, David Jesus, and Goliath episodes Jesus, Jesus or fucking Christ. Well, anyways, <laughs> what they do, the XXX Church exists to bring awareness, openness, accountability, and recovery to the church, society, and individuals in the issues of pornography and porno addiction. They want to provide solutions through non-judgmental and creative means. It's here to make you think, react, and to decide where you stand on the issue of porn. Yeah. I, I guess um, porn is becoming an epidemic once again now that's available on podcasts. So Christians are uniting against against porn, the evils of porn. That's the whole thing about you know evangelical Christianity is everything is always an epidemic eternally. It's like, oh, it's getting really bad now. Oh, no, it's, now the homosexuals are been the drinking and the porn. It's all bad. And it's, like, all worse than it's ever been, you know? But dude, Whatever. These, these two douchebags go to college campuses, and they 
you know, try they try to create publicity and stage these different media events where they pass out Bibles, and apparently it's working for them. I mean, they you know got, got ABC News is talking about them. Yeah. So it yeah it just kind of I I was just kind of in a, in a state of shock because yeah. I I looked at this and I was thinking God that's such a great idea right. you know like let's come up with some kind of mock crusade to mock Christianity you know like uh, let's adopt the aborted fetuses or the adopt the aborted fetus foundation or something and I'm like these guys are great they're actually like you know mocking Christianity by crusading against porn this is like one of the funniest jokes and I realized they just took it one step further so they were mocking something that mocked itself that mocked itself back into being that thing they co they co-opted the whole hipster idea of co-opting things. Well, dude, if you look, you can go get shirts on their website that said "Jesus loves porn star shirts." Yeah, uh, dude, I don't know. Every I, kid on Telegraph Avenue is going to be wearing those sometime this week. It so. just kind of makes me mad that these douchebags are not doing this mockingly. <laughs> They're not doing this as a joke. They're Damn doing their this. sincerity. <laughs> that's what pisses me off. Right, and that's why I invite people to send them hate mail. Send them hate mail and just completely ignore. Ignore their anti-porn mission because right. porn you'll have is... to go to their website to get their email address. So. I guess you could, but Jesus created porn. Okay, all right. That's all I have to say is Jesus created porn. And on that note, I say we move on. With he starred in many a fine film. I, I was just a little surprised to see this, and uh, never have heard about it before. I wonder if they come to Berkeley. You think? Uh, probably Campus Crusade for Christ. But San Francisco has to be like the hotbed of porn. San Francisco and LA. I wonder if they go to the Valley down south. I wonder if they crusade. That's where the AVN awards are. Well, right? you, you know, it must be the most damaging porn to them. I guess the most like offensive porn would be gay porn, don't you think? Yeah, they <laughs> they don't go near that with a ten foot. Because that's like straight Sodom and Gomorrah porn, <laughs> right? They don't want to be, yeah. you know, besmirched. <laughs> you go straight to hell, you know. From there, it's it's like there's even no, being within a ten there's foot no radius. Saving that yeah. <laughs> once you start butt fucking on film, yeah, you're going straight to hell. Well, anyways, uh, we move on. On that note, I just thought it was interesting. And uh, also, one, one quick Ron Jeremy fact that I uh, found online, too, today, is that, uh, do you know Ron Jeremy was in the movie Ghostbusters? I saw something about that, but I don't remember. I was trying to recall seeing him in any part of that movie, and I don't remember it at all. Well, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, he wasn't one of the Ghostbusters. He was an yeah, extra. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> he was wasn't... he Slimer? <laughs> yeah. Is that that green ghost that just yeah. slimed everybody? Oh, come on. Like, you don't know? Yeah. It was the <laughs> well, green one. It kind of gives that whole new uh, definition to the crossing streams thing, you know. Remember, yeah, that? right. Kind of good one. But anyways, they show you. They show on this uh, website that I saw. They show a picture of him in one scene. It's just he's an extra, and some you know guy on the guy on online actually was watching Ghostbusters. And was like, that guy looks like Ron Jeremy. And I mean, it must have <laughs> just been like one cut, like yeah. one tiny scene. There, that guy looks like Ron Jeremy, and and he paused and you know paused it and put it online, and you can actually tell it's Ron Jeremy. You know, Ron Jeremy will just be in anything and try and do. I mean, he just wants to be really famous, and he he. I mean, didn't you see that movie about him? We could probably the get the him to come star. on this po this podcast for you know, like if we gave him the case of beer or something. He just wants exposure in any way possible. Yeah, I, I bet you he probably would. Yeah, and probably I mean that not. guy kind of embodies sick and wrong. Maybe we should use him as a mascot. Right. I don't know. Well, anyways, uh, let's move on with the show here. Um, people, as you know, the way Sick and Wrong works, Lance and I find the most disturbing, disquieting articles on the internet and uh, for the week. They're all topical. We compare them. We discuss them. And then uh, we ask you, the listeners, to vote as to which article you find the most personally disgusting. 
And uh, the winner gets a case of beer. I believe last week, I think I won. Did I win last week? Yeah. I know That's still uh, we had a, that case, though. Yeah, we had a couple listeners that uh, that uh, wrote in and said that the, uh, the, the, the grandpa that shot the kid... That old man that shot right. the kid. Get um, off my lawn! Yeah, get off my lawn was more disgusting than the, the Seattle zombie murder rampage. So, but yeah, we we invite you to uh, but... vote as to your favorite article of the week. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Also go to myspace.com slash sick and wrong podcast. Also, one thing before we get into it, Lance, I wanted to ask right. you. That I'm video, waiting. I'm at the gates. Did you put the video up on the uh, the website yet? Which video is that? That Japanese shit fetish video. No, I haven't. I've been lazy, but I will. We're going to have to do that. So, people, you want to go check out the website, Sick and Wrong, or wait, Blair, Sick and Wrong dot dot blaringfoghorn.com. Yeah, God, I always, so always forget that one. Sick and Wrong dot blaringfoghorn.com. And you can check out one of the coolest videos I've seen online in a long time. Well, I say we get into, uh, let the games begin here. Uh, Lance, you're kicking it off this week. I will kick it off. Charlotte, North Carolina. Three men accused of running a sadomasochistic, sadomasochistic dungeon in rural Haywood County were in custody Friday, charged with performing illegal castrations. <laughs> Investig- Are these guys doctors? Do you think they're doctors? No, they sound like just perverts. <laughs> Investigators from the county... From the office of Sheriff Tom Alexander said the men admitted to performing at least eight surgeries on six consenting clients <laughs> over that the past makes year. no sense to me at all. Including castrations and testicle replacements. <laughs> it's extremely bizarre. Well, here, uh, none of the men identified as blah, 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 61, blah, 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 49. The other guy's Michael Mendez. What do they replace your 60. testicles with? I'll get to that. All right. Uh, there's actually a picture of Michael Mendez, why I mentioned his name. He kind of looks like a half Puerto Rican, half Jewish uh, Ron Jeremy him. with a sweet mullet. Dude, that guy totally looks like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I'd let him castrate me. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt if with a I mullet. If I were to, you know, in the market to get castrated, I'd go to this guy. Yeah, he looks like someone who I no, think would be good at that. None of them were licensed to practice medicine. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> It's extremely bizarre, said the district attorney. It's incredible the amount of ways that people can find to run afoul of the law. That's for sure. Who boy, howdy. So wait, I don't understand. So this guy is like, hey, we're going to have a big castration party at my house. Come to my house and get your balls cut off. Um, It's more like people like, are a, like, yeah, sweet. That sounds cool. No, I think it's more like a, a S&M dungeon type thing. Like, you know, maybe they put an ad on Craigslist, you know, S&M people looking for extreme bottoms, you know, willing to go <laughs> the extra mile and be humiliated and, you know, maimed. I mean, that's worse than wearing a diaper. It's worse than having feces this smeared is pretty on your much face. It. Yeah, this, this is, is like as extreme as you can go This here. is the top of being a bottom. This is, ex- that makes sense. This is extreme S&M. So here's what they, uh, according to Alexander's office, uh, who's the uh, sheriff, uh, detectives who searched the home Wednesday found medical supplies that included scalpels, sutures, bandages. Well, at least they're, you know, stitching and bandaging these people up. Local anesthetic, which is good. And artificial replacement testicles known as nudicles. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what are they called? Nudicles? <laughs> Nudicles. There's no there's no little TM or little R in a circle after that, so I assume it's not like a trademarked product that you can get on the so internet. Does this, does this fat bastard make the nudicles himself? He must. Or, or out of maybe, like clay? Or maybe it's just a, you know, like a ball bearing. It's just you know, it's just something you can get anywhere. Lots of different manufacturers. Call you know, call me prudish. Call me, you know, naive. Why the fuck would someone want to get their balls cut off and replace with a plastic set of nudicles? I have no comment. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no response to that. I, th- I think I'm, we're going to have to have my brother come in here and answer this question. He would probably know. He's probably... My, brother, my brother's probably hosted one of these parties before. He's probably touched nudicles before. <laughs> He's probably been teabagged by a <laughs> set of nudicles. Oh, it's great. Best teabag job ever. <laughs> So clean and so smooth. So here we come to the payoff. Also seized were videotaping equipment, videotapes, compact discs, and DVDs that the sheriff said had recordings of the surgeries. So I'm wondering if they're selling these on some type of like bizarre, freakish, perverse you, black market. You should Google Nudicle and see oh, what I comes will. up. Is I it will. just N-U-T-I-C-L-E? Yeah, just how it sounds. Nudicle. Uh, so they each face... This is kind of funny, and then I'm almost out here. Uh... So the suspects were arrested. This is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and they were actually charged with some funny, specific charges, which makes me think there's some specific laws on the books. Five counts of felonious castration without malice. <laughs> Five counts of felonious conspiracy to commit castration without malice. And eight counts of misdemeanor performing medical acts without a license. So is castration illegal? There's... Well, castration without malice is a specific law a on crime. the books in North Carolina. So maybe they've had a problem with this before. <laughs> I think there's a precedent that must have been set. So it's and it sounds like they had like a dungeon set up for the videos. You know, it wasn't just like in some guy's bathroom. They Did they mention had... what CDs they found? Like were they music CDs? No, like I think it's B-52s? just it's all just like it's all just like you know movie computer files on the Jenna torturers, right? Um. Investigators said other surgeries performed at the home included, these are even worse, dude, urethra rerouting. Oh, God, dude. And penis <laughs> removal. Dude, what the fuck? I don't understand this. So, like, so once you get that done. Where do you, you reroute never, it? Well, where is it being rerouted to? Well, what I don't understand, you get your penis removed, you're never going to be able to go to another party like that again. No, it's a one-time thing. It's a one-time thing. So it's got to be like, well, that was the best party I've ever had. Now I there's can't probably, fuck anything anymore. There's probably a lot of post-S&M uh, castration depression cases out there. Well, I could see that because you don't have your Because you don't remote. have anything to do anymore. You know, that was the, that was, that was the top thing you were ever going to do. Well, what do you do with it? What do they do with the penis? Do they get the severed penis back, put it under the pillow for the penis fairy? Um, it says the, the cops did take away as evidence, like, some jars with balls in them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second story on Sick and Wrong where the cops actually had to remove the penis, right. the severed penis. Yeah. These, this time it sounds more like they were maybe preserved a little better. It wasn't just, they weren't just laying on the concrete like that other story we did. Could you imagine the, the, the cops that, you know, had to go on this raid were just like, man, dude, sometimes I hate this job. Right. And these guys. Because you know they wore rubber gloves for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have wore a full bodysuit. I, I just don't understand it. <laughs> How do you how do you get into doing this? How do you get into being one of the clients, quote unquote? And dude, I don't understand. Once you have your penis removed, where do you pee out of? I mean, do you, that's you can't where they pee standing up. That's anymore. why they rear out the urethra. To where? I don't know, but it's gonna be some, your finger. You're gonna have to sit down when you pee. Yeah, that's for sure. That's a given. 
I, I guess the only way that this party might be beneficial is if you're, you know, a, a transsexual or like a pre-op transsexual and you want to go through the surgery, can't afford it, so you go find this perverted fat bastard wearing a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and like, could you please cut my dick off? Yeah, we should mention he has a Hawaiian shirt on as well as the mullet and the glasses and the just weird mustache. So I wonder if that guy has a dick. Oh yeah, this is this is completely typical of the type of crime where the guys who are doing it aren't into the practice on getting it on themselves. It's a, you know, it's a it's a dual dual relationship. It's the person who does it gets off on doing it and the person who's getting it done to them gets off on that aspect. Dude, you know, I don't know about you. You find the cannibal story where they eat the penis and now it's this one where they get the penises cut off. I see a, a, a trend going here. Seriously, I, like a fixation. Stop me before I do this to myself. <laughs> I don't know. Next time you invite me to a party, I'm going to question it. So on the second... Always know the escape routes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you go into a party with me. I'm just going to bring like those ninja smoke bombs and just right. like disappear. Yeah. But you know, on the sick and wrong scale, this is pretty fucking disgusting. It's a nine. And I'm going to have to give this a nine. I mean, all of our stories usually rank pretty high, but this one... It's pretty fucking sick, dude. Yeah, and once again... Like, My balls like, have retracted. Like a lot of... Well, maybe you don't need the surgery then. Yeah, but I, don't, I, hope they, I hope they drop again. And there's videos out there. God damn it. I hate these stories where they, they say there's DVDs and there's just no way you're ever going to see them. I don't... Yeah, just like the horse fucker, the guy that got yeah, fucked by the horse. exactly. You'll never find that DVD. But people, if uh, there's some sick fuck that listens to this show and you come across that, send it in. Why not? We'll put it on the website. Or if you know where the uh, urethra gets rerouted, I'd like to know that also. Yeah. So, uh, urologist, please uh, email us. <laughs> Let Amateur us know. professional or freelance amateurs. Yeah. I just wonder if that guy has like a big medicine book or something, and he's just like sitting there, like, "Oh yeah, this is how you do it." Well, it doesn't say anybody died. He probably practiced on his dog. It doesn't say anybody died, so they must kind of know what they're doing. God, dude, is is that gay? No, not specifically. It's not gay. I don't think so. I, I don't know what I would call I think that. It's pro- I think it's probably... Uh, Hyper-perverted or something. Well, I just think it, it Excessively doesn't... Excessively perverted. I, I think it probably tracks along lines that don't uh, care about gender, you know... Uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. Whether you like it, boys or girls. It's just kind of androgynous? Yeah. Sort no, of? No, I, I can't think of a word. Never mind. All I don't right. know, dude. I, I just think the whole thing is just definitely pretty sick and wrong. That um, so I'm gonna have to give that a nine. My story is gonna Let's be kind yours. of my story is gonna be kind of difficult to uh, compare to that one, but I'm gonna try anyways, just because it's kind of fucked up. It's not it's not um completely long, but it's definitely kind of fucked up and ties into a uh, one of my favorite movies. So, really? Um, yeah, let me start this off here. This happened in uh, Clarendon Hills, Illinois. Dad stabbed girl, tried to drown her in the toilet. He's charged with first-degree murder. An Illinois man accused of choking his 8-year-old daughter, stabbing her in the neck, and then drowning her in the toilet. Ultimate swirly! (laughs) Has been charged with murder. His name's Neil Lofquist. He's 40 years old, and he's currently being held without bond. I don't think they're going to let this guy go. I guess he attempted to strangle his daughter in her bedroom. 
while his wife was downstairs watching TV and his son was in bed. He then dragged her to the bathroom where he attempted to drown her in the toilet. So I guess the strangulation didn't work out for him. No. Then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to have to drown her in the toilet. That didn't pan out too well either. And so he just ended up stabbing her in the neck. Nice. Yeah, his daughter's only eight years old. He then later went to a hospital with his wife to attend to the wounds that he suffered. What happened? I, I think she might have fought back. The eight-year-old got the better of him for a second there? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Good and, for uh, her. Uh, prosecutors said that uh, hotel personnel called the police and suggested they check the Lofquist home. They found the girl, and they weren't able to revive her. So uh, I guess what happened is um, so he committed this murder, went to the hospital, and the the mom called a babysitter to come over and watch the daughter so and the son. And the babysitter is the one that found the daughter, you know, bleeding from a neck wound with wet hair, obviously, from being shoved in the toilet. So the dad came down, had an injury. The mom was going to take him to the hospital and got a babysitter, but didn't, like, go to check on her 8-year-old before they left. She just let the babysitter in and was like, oh, the 8-year-old's all upstairs or something. Apparently, she didn't. She Best just, parents ever. I, You know, I just, I don't understand it. So anyways, authorities obviously were perplexed by this. Yeah, motive? At, yeah, motive. Any? Um, you know, what's wrong with you? Is this guy insane? So they interviewed him for 14 hours where he spoke at length about the killing. I guess um, Lofquist, speaking clearly and calmly, said he saw signs of the devil in his daughter. Oh, Jesus. And saw the number 666 in a card game that they were playing. He said then that he decided he had to do what needs to be done. So um, it was after they were playing the card game. They don't specify which card game. I, I don't think it was Go Fish. It might have been Old Maid. Probably it was poker, actually. And she beat him <laughs> with a three of a kind. <laughs> so anyways, he was upset by it. He uh, said, you know, the girl's obviously possessed by Satan. And... Um, yeah, so he ended up killing her. He also told authorities he would not hurt his six-year-old son because his son was, quote-unquote, the chosen one. Okay. Um, <laughs> this guy, has he watched uh, The Omen too many times or not enough? Because if you remember, that movie's very long, and uh, Gregory Peck stabs his son at the very end. It's the last resort. You do, there's many things you do before that. To verify, like, I mean... Right. Did, you get a priest, you, you know, make you sure your kid's not at, retarded. Did you even look on the back of, like, underneath her hair to see if there was a, you know, the 666 tattoo? I don't... It doesn't sound like the it. Devil? The guy's... This guy just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, this guy, I mean, he sounds like such an amateur. It's just like, okay, he saw 666 in the card game. You don't go straight to the stabbing. There's well, other he, steps before yeah, that. Yeah, but he strangled her first, <laughs> and then gave her the swirly, and then stabbed her. But anyways, I mean, the girl was only eight years old. She was a goalkeeper for the, you know, Presbyterian Church Soccer League. Oh, man. So, you know, this guy was obviously some kind of religious nutcase here. Whack job. I, I just don't understand what he meant by the son being the chosen one. So was it the son's the chosen one? I mean, you know what I don't understand, Wait, actually? I didn't catch that. So he said the daughter, he killed the daughter, but he thought that son was the chosen one? Yeah, this is what he said. He killed the daughter because of the card game. But he told authorities he would not hurt his six-year-old son because his son was the chosen one. When he's saying chosen one, is he meaning like in a on the side of Jesus Christ, chosen one? Like he's the good. I think he chosen? meant his son is Jew Jewish. 
He's one of the chosen. The chosen people. There's no, not actually, one. There's not it, one Jew that's chosen. I think he probably chosen. meant that uh, you know, the son's the chosen one. Maybe the son's the Messiah or something. I don't know. What I'm surprised is how come the girl didn't have a Rottweiler protecting her? Yeah. Because she the, wasn't uh, really the Satan baby. That's why. That's why there's other steps. Yeah, check for the check the dog. That's one of the steps you do before stabbing your kid. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many different steps that you could take before you did that. I guess... Is the uh, nanny sort of crazy and satanic? That's another thing you should check before you stab. <laughs> the nanny that just kind of, you know, comes there with a surprise. Right. You know, wasn't, she just kind of shows up yeah. on your doorstep. Right. I'm here to take care of your kid. Take her to a monkey... Take She's her to a monkey... Creepy. Take her to a monkey refuge. Do the monkeys go crazy? That's another <laughs> step of verification. No, this guy really um, didn't need to verify. I think he just kind of jumped the gun here. This guy but maybe shoots first and asks questions later. But you know what, though? Our society sees something like this happen, and they automatically think, okay, this guy's insane. But maybe she was the devil's child. He's just a take-charge type of guy. You know? I mean, he might have been doing the world a favor, just like George Bush with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> I think George Bush, if given the opportunity, would have given him a swirly. I don't... Uh... <laughs> pay attention to polls. I just do what I think is needed. <laughs> Saddam Hussein needs to get his head stuck in the toilet. But no, um, what I'm saying, is it's just kind of, you know, the whole thing's kind of strange. I guess his wife told investigators that he had been acting strangely for the past three to four weeks. and um, But she would have never predicted something like this. Prosecutors have said they will request a psychiatric evaluation and uh, attorney Terry Eckle, who represent Lovequist, said he too would ask for an evaluation. He said that we'll be making decisions very soon as to whether we'll assert an insanity defense. <laughs> I, I would say an insanity defense will probably be in order here. That's really only your only option, right? I'm, I, you know, I, I imagine it's like I, the the guy definitely sounds insane. So you wonder now, like, what's going to happen? So the son's like, okay. Dad's in prison because he's crazy, or he's in a mental ward, and I'm the chosen one. Yeah. What does he mean by this? Is this kid going to grow up with, like, a huge ego, become Polly Shore? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, what's going to happen here? I bet you the kid's going to grow up with developmental problems. He has a greater father than his real father. He's the chosen one. Right. I wonder if the kid was just like, hey, Dad, you know, uh... What's her name? <laughs> I don't even know what the daughter's name is. Effie just Sue. All, all, in, all, in, all in hand signals, just points yeah. to her, yeah. makes the yeah. stabbing motion. <laughs> She's got to go. Yeah. Okay, I'm the I chosen think so. one. Yeah. yeah, wink, wink. And, uh, you, know. you know, I think mom might be a little satanic, too. Right. So, she uh, took away my fucking Pop-Tart this morning. <laughs> yeah, kind of strange. So anyways, that's about it. But uh, on the sick and wrong scale, just because, I mean, the guy stabbed his own daughter thinking she was the devil. I'm going to have to give this... At least an eight. Yeah, in a in a normal week, that would be probably the winner. But I mean, you know, with the with the genital, no mutil- genital mutilation dungeon, you gotta. I mean, there there are no penises a- being severed here. But yeah. an eight year old girl was uh, strangled, swirly, and stabbed to the neck. Yeah, because of a card game. Yeah. So I don't know. If her genitals were mutilated, maybe it would have done it. Yeah, if he cut her dick off, then I could understand. (laughs) But uh, anyways. So anyways, yeah. On that note, I'm going to have to give it an eight. But we still invite the listeners, the listening audience to We've uh, been surprised before. You know, it's weird. Sometimes the listeners, like, uh, not, you know, prefer the story that we didn't prefer. Well, it's funny because we come to our own conclusions about which article is sicker. I mean, obviously, I think we're... 
you know we're good judges of this type of material right but we have our own predilections which sometimes don't jibe with the general listing audience listening listening no i mean the listening audience you know can come to their own conclusions and so we we welcome you to do that and email us sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com and you decide who gets the case of beer anyways one real quick before we uh we um end the show here one of the things that we've been closing a lot of the shows with is uh, listeners have been sending us in their own sick and wrong stories. And usually, sometimes, like last week, we had a personal story about some girl who had uh, anal sex and the guy had like a lima bean lima that came bean out incident. of her. Yeah, it came out of her colon. And we definitely invite you to send. Still there a week later. We definitely invite you to send your own sick and wrong stories to us because we'll read them because we like, we like that. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Especially if it's something we missed. Definitely. And so. This article, I don't even know how I missed this. This is great. It was sent in by a guy who was using the moniker Doodoo Man. Doodoo Man actually sends us a lot of stuff that isn't that great. It's kind of prolific. But you know what? I, I, I think Doodoo Man has promise here. He has potential. Does he, great si- potential. Does he sign as Doodoo Man or The Doodoo Man? In, uh, in, the, uh, in Hotmail, when I check the email, it, sign- it signs as The Doodoo Man. Okay. So he's The Doodoo Man. So The Doodoo Man sent in this article... I guess this happened in South Carolina about a week ago. Um, Police say that an oiled suspect attacks officers. Um, A naked man exposed himself to his 66-year-old neighbor, then later attacked officers with nunchucks. 66-year-old male neighbor or female neighbor? Female neighbor. (laughs) And did you guys see this picture of this guy? He's got like Jerry Curl. He's a black guy. Jerry Curl. Kind of looks like Morris Day a little bit. Yeah. Police say 49-year-old Rudolph Claude Smith went next door to his neighbor's apartment to borrow some oil for a workout. While he was in a woman's <laughs> home, police say he took off his clothes, staying there buck naked, and asked the 66-year-old woman to oil him up. Yeah. <laughs> oil me up, bitch. Dude, that 66-year-old <laughs> woman, that's the best thing she's got in a long time. Well, apparently uh, she didn't oil him up. She called the police instead, yeah. and uh, police officers, when they arrived, were greeted with a oiled an oily naked man running at them with nunchucks. <laughs> they said that it was very difficult for them to get a good grip on him. <laughs> where, did he, where did he pull the nunchucks out of if he was naked? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but his nudicles? <laughs> kept it in his nudicles? They double his storage spot. He's charged with two counts of assaulting police, first degree burglary, and indecent exposure. Um, one of my favorite things about here is uh, his family claims that he's mentally ill. Smith told the judge during his trial that he didn't need to burglarize anyone because he, quote, owns a multi-million dollar corporation unbeknownst to the people of Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what type of corporation, he's but a, I would like to buy their products. He's probably an international just one-man army. Yeah, oiled up with nunchucks, just he'll just go in at some you know foreign terrorism you know uh, thinking, dude, group and just take names. This is something that could easily happen in Oakland. <laughs> don't I, hope don't, I hope they don't show up at our door. <laughs> well, if this guy did show up at your door asking you to oil him up, would you just be like, "No, sorry, dude"? I might oil him up. You might oil him up if I had the oil. He's probably looking for the castration party that you're hosting. Uh, yeah, well, mm, you know, nunchucks and oiled up dude while I'm doing uh, fine-tuned surgery probably isn't a good mix. I'd probably turn her away if it was one of those nights. 
It could be, but he does. It was have a, a Tuesday. He does have a pair of nunchucks. He's dangerous. Right, he's swinging them around. He's oiled up. He's got all kinds of attitude. The, the, See, now, the castration video, party is more of a calm affair. That's a video that I'd reserved. like to see. An oiled up black guy attacking police officers with nunchucks. Yeah. That's There's great. no video though, right? I wish there. Sometimes would be. the cars have video cameras in them, and it just—it's always taking video. God, that'd be great. Well, anyways, yeah. I'd like to thank the Doodoo Man for sending that in, and uh, yeah, Doodoo Man, keep sending us articles because um, we'll read them and discuss some of them. them Jesus, you're and wrong. Yeah, some of them are just completely off base. I don't even know where he gets them from. Anyways, Volume though, quantity. Anyways, thanks for listening to Podcast 14. We have a special surprise for Podcast 15. Maybe. Yeah, we're doing maybe. we're doing some bidding on eBay and we'll see uh, if it pans out for us. Well, I kinda wanna let the audience in on a secret. We we found a mascot for the show. Maybe. Maybe. We're still trying to get the uh if whatever. we can when, get the mascot, yeah. then we'll debut him next podcast fifteen. But he's pretty fucking cool. I can tell you that. I might go up the bid right after the uh, show here. Well how many hours left? Um, I think the last time I checked, there were 20 hours or something. So we're actually going to buy our mascot on eBay. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be on the uh, website. So It's reach-around money. It's not our money. Yeah, well, the reach-around money, I mean, it's money that they give to the show. So Thanks, Brand. money, yeah. We're going to use money from the Reach-Around Foundation for it. So make sure you stay tuned. Podcast 15 coming next week. Until then, um, take it easy. Thank you, and good night. Don't let your hickory stick. Oh!